Okay, testing this mic. This mic looks like it's fine. I think it's fine. You speak now, Drew. Hello, Bob Morrissey. I'm testing this microphone. That's my my phone coming. Uh, Hi, my name is Mike Ruffone. Uh, but yeah, I'll have one of those. Stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge. Okay. Can you grab me my phone? I can't find it. Where is it? God damn it. Okay, I was just showing you that great thing. Um, Drew, Drew, we're going to watch it again so that I can do a test sound for it. Angel Trevino. Oh, yeah. Angel wants to make a movie with both of us. We're both going to be actors on Angel's movie. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. I said I'd, I said I'd call him around ten. Oh, oh God, it's around ten now. Um, okay. I'm gonna lie. tell him that we just started recording, recording our important podcast. Uh, oh no! Okay, recording now. Okay. Um. Okay. There. Um. Here, go test your microphone, Jesse. Bob Morley. Okay. You do better in life. All right. Uh, and now, Drew, hand me that speaker. Where is it? Uh, that, hmm. I can't lean that far forward. Oh, fuck. What's the best kept mm-hmm. secret on... Um, what's the... Uh, skip trial. What's, what's the best kept secret in town? What's the... Um, oh, um... <laughs> Clinton Shorter is a normal-sized man. He's just far away. Okay. Well, I guess it's official. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case, a hotel room. When I think about things I want to post, I want to post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. Because it's just who I am. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Okay, now test your voice, Jesse. All right. Hello, 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 hello. You can, you can also just download that audio from the internet. It was funner to do it this way. It surprised you. It was funner that way. I wasn't surprised because you said you were going to do it. Okay, but Jesse was in the other room and he didn't know. He was outside. What other room? Which I guess is a room. (laughs) What is the other room? God, you're not even speaking into the microphone cord. What is the other room? What is the other room? Hey. And we're back with the uh, Healing Club podcast. Uh, I'm your guest guest host, uh, Drew Hallway. Our other uh, guest left the building. Uh, maybe he's smoking. Maybe he's calling an Uber. Okay. Um, what do what they call uh, jacking off out of spite? Oh, what do they call it, Bob? The best revenge. Hell yeah. Okay, that's my joke. Revenge is a, best, is a dish best served come. Revenge is a <laughs> dish that is best served come. I live by that. Uh, now let's get personal. Let's get personal. Uh, uh Top five people that you wish you could have stopped from dying when you were in Iraq. Uh, all the children. <laughs> no, you have to pick five. Okay, yeah. You have to pick five it's of those children. Five. Uh, 
Okay, there's um, there's the guy who lost his leg. I guess I feel bad about that. Um, I guess I uh, I guess uh, who died? Uh, Saddam Hussein. You feel bad about that? Yeah. And, yeah you um, fucking Tommy. If this is Jesse texting. I'm gonna be a little bit upset. Okay, it is not. <laughs> uh, it's your mom again. Hey, what if it was your mom? Oh, uh, if my mom was Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Saddam who drew Hussein. Blah blah Bob. That's what they call me. Better off Bob. Blah blah Bob. I think that'd be uh, pretty wacky. Yeah. You know what they call a, a, a. This is okay. This might be my worst ever joke. A vegan date. A lentilman caller i think that's actually very good <laughs> i'm a, actually a very big fan of that <laughs> a lentilman caller oh my uh lentilman caller <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh i like that a lot um i want to go um i want to be an american idiot i can i can understand that yep um it's uh it sounds like it would be refreshing. Okay. Um, what What if the cop was like, uh, back away from the gay. Back away from the gay. And he was like, not in my house, son. Back away from the gay. Get off of that. Get off of that. Get. Let go of my boy. Back away from the gay. Okay, put your hands. Um. There's a severe, and then what? What, what if? What if you called nine one one and you were like, um, "There's a severely gay man here, and he's being a bitch." Uh, I think that's what Jesse just went to do. I don't love him anymore. Stop asking. No, we're not getting back together. He's a bitch. What if you called nine eleven and just complained about your relationship? What if? What if you did that? I, that that's what I think all these domestic violence calls are. It's yeah. just. People just, bitching about their wives. Oh, he's being a bitch. Oh, he won't stop hating me. Maybe uh, communicate better. Maybe uh, maybe if you just communicated your wish that he not hit you better, then you wouldn't be in this fucked up situation. See, yeah, maybe if you were better at communicating the thing you want to say instead of covering up what you want to say, you would actually say something. I, I, I believe I live by that. See, sometimes yeah. when I want to hit somebody, I, this is what I do when I want to hit somebody. I just run to the shower, and then I grab a, a full bar of soap, and then I chew on that, and then I froth up bubbles out of my mouth, and then I scream, and then I go, Rawr! like a rabid dog, they, instead of hitting the person. And it tastes really bad, but I don't hit the person. They do that in Weight Watchers. They say that uh, if, you, if you're hungry, that you should first eat a bar of soap because it expands in your stomach, and if you're still hungry after that, then go ahead and eat your... Eat chips or whatever it is that you want to eat. Yeah. Apart from like your meals. Uh, yeah. Well, what makes you jealous, Drew? When when you get jealous, uh, what do you? Th- what, what what drives your jealousy? I uh. I think it's just people who seem like they're happy. Yeah. Like people who seem that they've got it figured out. Only people who seem like it. People who are genuinely happy, they don't bother you too much. Well, it's if just... they if they are happy, then they seem like it. And like whether or not they're really happy, if they seem like it. But the ones who seem like it are the ones that really get your goat. It's like those Danny Moes out there who, oh, I seem like I'm happy when I'm utterly miserable. He didn't seem happy at all. Okay, you're right. He's got one eye. Well, more than that, he also was... Um... I don't know. Who's who's the most... Okay, who's... Do, do you feel... Um safe in your identity as an utterly miserable man 
I've certainly been here long enough that uh, it's uh, comfortable. But I don't know if I would consider it a place that I want to be. I'd, I'd like to, you know, move into a different identity as a person who knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But, yeah, you know, I this guess, is... Yeah. Uh, I mean, we... I, I don't have to bother being happy. I, I think that's what I always liked about you. So we're not really trying to... In a world where um, the Holocaust happened. Yeah. In, in a world where... Um, I don't know. So your baseline is giving up. Resource wars. I just want to understand that the water baseline shortages. is giving up. Yeah. I, well, would you consider yeah. yourself a happy person? Uh, do I look like a happy person? Well, you have a child. That's not what I said. Oh, okay. Not at the moment. You looked a lot happier when you were on this side of the desk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get me to talk about my feelings. How does it feel to be in my chair? My immensely squeaky chair. Let's <laughs> see how the cookie squeaks. Oh, is there... Hey, Angel. Oh, hey, Angel. No, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if I look or come off as a happy person. I definitely know that I am the... I right, look at this. Look at this, Drew. Yeah. This is as good as it gets. Sorry, so I don't Angel. blame you for what you think because this Angel, you're is on speaker. as happy as it gets. I can tell. Okay, Angel, uh, what did you have to say? I, I uh, can I, I really want to ask. Do you think I'm a happy person? This is an uh, incredible podcast. Overall, you're, 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 you're ripped and scored and as fucked so, up. So, as Angel, I let's talk I'm about happy. that movie you were making. I think let's have two conversations at the same overall, time over with only like <laughs> as a whole okay. maybe not uh because like I said, there's a difference in happiness there's like oh y- you might not be an angry man but you could be feeling angry right now and then and then i don't know that bitch leaves and you're no longer angry you're like I'm, i was just sad because uh i dropped my soup but you're not a sad person in general. I would you're say sad that, because you dropped your soup. Yeah, like if you drop your soup, that might make you sad for like a few minutes. But you're not a overall on the whole sad person. I think you're right. So my I, base is to not be a sad person, whereas yeah. that your base is to be content with being sad, which is cool. Yeah. I, there's something admirable. There's something admirable about wanting that gritty side of life. You know, that's something very poetic about being strong enough to handle that grit in life. I. I, I always considered it less of, like, w- wanting the sadness and more of just just knowing just that... Not knowing how to hide it. Yeah, just... Yeah. Also, just knowing that the sadness is here. I just and... want to let both of you know, neither of you are hiding sadness. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, at there's... all. Neither of oh. you are hiding sadness at all. Oh, there's no you're point in it. Clearly, uh, you're both very clearly into... You know, sadness. Because sadness is going to happen anyway, so you could either expend all your energy in hiding it and putting on the little happy face and saying, Hi, everything's great, guys. Uh, I'm happy in my life. Or just, I don't know, show a bit of fucking integrity and be like, No, things are bad right now, but oh, they could be worse, and I'm kind of vibing. So. When See? I am happy, it's that also yeah. I don't hide that. Yeah. You know, I get you're, happy. You're very open about your emotions. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm definitely not. I don't oh. talk about shit with you ever. <laughs> like, I, I've never been open with you because I'm a happy person. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I'm. Uh... I feel like you've heard the biggest shovel of bullshit from me of anybody. I feel like you've dealt with my sadness more than anybody. Am I yeah. wrong? 
Uh, I don't think so. You've I've... literally been my best friend since I've moved to Houston. You've dealt with this whole thing I'm going through. You know all the stress I'm under. And I feel like some of the stress you've seen me go through, you probably haven't had to face yet in life. Yet. Maybe some of it you haven't even faced yet. Yeah. So but what I've happened seen... when you were at the drive-thru that one time? Oh, I, uh, I, uh, we, we pulled up to this drive-thru and I, I asked for a, a cheeseburger and I pulled out my debit card and I paid for the cheeseburger. And it, it, she said that it went through, and she gave me the uh, cheeseburger, and we, we left and had a nice burger. I, okay, this is the end of the episode. Turn it off. Yeah. Okay, turn it off. All right, I, I'm, so, we're gonna go make a movie with Angel. How yeah. about that? I, I'm not. This is. I I already knew tonight was gonna be tough. It was great. If I knew it was going to be this bad. <laughs> I would have stayed at home. If oh, I knew man. it was going to be this that's bad. That's what I would have, if I knew life was going to be this bad, I would not have uh, been born. But uh, that's that's what you get when you walk into a situation and what you don't know anything. What would you have done to prevent that? Would you have just like held on to the pussy? Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not going out there. Yeah, I would have, I would have just, I, if there were any choice in the matter, then I would have uh, uh, been like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to run. I don't need to, uh, I don't need to do this. I, I don't want to. But but you keep going because you don't have you don't have a choice. You gotta you gotta pay rent. You gotta you gotta you gotta keep calling mom. You don't you gotta, have to pay rent. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you really gotta, don't have how, to do that. How fucked up you remember the show Hey Arnold? Yeah. He was a football. How fucked up do you do you reckon his mom's fucking gash was after he came out i'm gonna go home and cry his football head because of the thing that i've just said about him just the whole vibe like the whole thing and that's not like a bit like i'm literally gonna go home and look at myself in the mirror and just cry and be like wow just think about sucks just like i thought i uh, life uh, life sucks and like like oh you know if i just power through it things will get better but this is a prime example like that life sucks yeah you know, I'm going right. to go home and cry about it, and I'm going to wake up in the morning, do a couple sit-ups, look at my kids, and guess what? I'm going to be happy again. I did a bunch of sit-ups today. What's that I? like? Just having like a constant source of joy in it your home? It feels the same as you feel. And that's the, mm. that's the tricky thing. Like, I have this wonder... I have what I consider to be a wonderful situation, but the pain... Jesus Christ, I don't want... <laughs> oh, is this what it feels like when you're being asked to open up? <laughs> <laughs> for sure it's yeah. it's like it's like man i have all this stuff and i still have this sense of terror and failure and like all the things i build up in my imagination are still the worst thing i could possibly think of it's just i don't know it's um it's empowering it's empowering too to know like although i hate all this stuff and existence is futile and life is fucking miserable and the country's going to fail and the world's going to fail and everything's going to fail. But look what I did. And that's, I guess that's a selfish thing. I guess that's a self-indulgent thing is like, man, yeah, maybe the world's going to fall apart and everybody's going to fucking die tomorrow. But look what I did while I was here on this earth. And I, maybe that's deeper than what you're asking. Or maybe I'm just so fucking stupid that I think I'm saying something transcendent. And really, I'm just saying stupid shit. I, I actually kind of like that because uh, it it's kind of like, the, you know, the world is world is a fuck and everything's going to go to go to shit. But oh, at least I can, at least I have this that I've made that I can draw my own happiness from. It's I can, mine. It's I can a... create a source of happiness for myself and for my wife. And, and... you've seen it. You've been in my yeah. home. Am I being dishonest right now? No. Is my home a happy home? You love your kids. <laughs> <laughs>
it to me no it's beyond that i love my wife i love my kids i love this little shotgun house we've built in third ward i love this little thing we've carved out for ourselves is it where i thought i would be right now at this age no because when you're young you're a fucking idiot you don't know what life is about but now i can look at it and be like this this is where i belong this is where i'm happy it's like you've built your own big soda i've built my own i've built my own place to be miserable yes. like yeah i'm miserable but i'm miserable where i want to be i'm miserable in my place with all my favorite people we're that i miserable love together we're all miserable together and uh God, this is rough. that's oh it's not rough i think i, I was just uh, I, I think that's what i was life just thinking to myself what a great time we were all having and about how glad i am that it's over this is uh, uh this is this has been yeah. uh, Bob Morrissey and Drew Holloway uh, and Jesse James getting Thank you all for tuning into the uh Healing Club podcast. I'm your guest host tonight, uh Drew Holloway Drew and uh Holloway. You've been joined by Jesse James Giddings and your normal host, your gu- guest guest mm. Bob Morrissey. Uh thank you, good night. Uh remember to check out Casper Mattresses. Casper mattresses, uh if you've got to sleep uh, get the stay the fuck away from mattress firm. Uh, you just go to Casper Mattresses and go to caspermattresses.com slash Bob Morrissey, M O R R I S S E Y. Uh, get your first mattress, try it risk free, 180 days. You don't like it, send it back. They'll pick it up. Don't even worry about it. And if you don't like those mattresses, I don't know, might have something wrong with your back. Okay, yeah, uh, get a futon. Um, that's it. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Can't stop. <laughs> well, I can't hit stop from here now. I'm having trouble with some mouse pad. Okay. Uh, 9-11 was an inside job. BDSM ASMR. I hate you. I love you. Right. I love you. I love you too. Oh, boy. Jesse, Jesse lean in and say that you love us. Jesse, Jesse, say you love me. You know I love you all. Oh, I love you oh, too. Oh, we love you too. There's a seg- segment, segment by myself. A segment where I'm alone. Um. Uh, open mic comedy list seven three twenty eighteen. Good side. Anthony Kalishi. Uh, Justin Massengale. Alex, just Alex. Julia Serrano. Nick Palermo. David Glasspool. Carter the Power, Ryan McGee, Reed Becker, Angie Moss. My Twitter hole is all torn up. I was bald in the army and I felt like a shaved cap. Now I'm old as a man. Which one of all of you guys will be better than me in a year and a half? Dick Power, Matt Wilson's dad. Honey, I shot the kid. Thing, thing, that thing. Pedophile, pitiful, loophole, loophole. Those are better. Needless to say, more like meaningless to say. What the hell's that guy talking about? Hashtag, more like hashtag STFU. Is that where you went to school? Let's be honest, more like let's pee on it. My cat wrote that joke. Dick problems. Saturday in the park. July 4th, 2018.
had a fun time watching Brian Ziola and Casey Crawford with English Matt and me and Julia Serrano at the secret group Black Box tonight. I was there. I did jokes about cum-flavored cum and gay sex, politics, people you should know. I did a prank call yesterday with David. We called Whataburger and asked them to deliver us a Whopper with Whataburger sauce. Cats machinations are funny to watch. 7-6-2018. What if I were to discover something ancient and powerful? People think it's out of my depth. I can't handle the power. I can't. It's unsettling to hear someone describe money. When did it go out of style to be a poor piece of shit? An unintelligent man with few real friends. Only Claude, Brian, Bill, Bjorn, David, Brent, Bradford, Daryl, Nick, Justin, Ned, Justin, Nick, Ashley? No. My book is dedicated to all of the men and not the women. Why change anything? It's perfect. I'm perfect. I can just... I can hear things. I can hear... Hear me. I Hear me calling... <sighs> Stuff I should, stuff, oh, I can hear things. I, 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 stuff I should have tweeted while I was rolling silverware alone in the kitchen at work. Thoughts I couldn't write down that are gone forever. Missed opportunities. Hidden career path. What was it? What was I going to do? Keep going in the wrong direction and you get where no one else has gone or you find out what everyone else knows. Suddenly, things you dismissed as stupid seem a little more comprehensible. I could be one of those things. I've had a dull headache for five days. The only thing I hate doing is bending over for any reason at all. I'm a sick person. Sean Rouse died the other day. He was my friend. We weren't colleagues. I would not call myself a colleague of Sean Rouse. He's, he's, he'll always be up there somewhere beyond anything. You know, he was, he was great. Okay, I watched the movie Bernie. Now you speak. I watched the movie Bernie. Now Drew. I watched the movie Bernie. <laughs> uh, Drew's not working. I watched the movie. Uh, I watched. I watched the movie. You Bernie didn't sli- switch this and, one into uh, four. I thought it was a very switch good. that one that, into four. That that I don't think makes much of a difference. Oh. Go fucking Buffalo. I don't think that's what she meant. I think she meant Go Bills. Yeah, yeah. I watched the movie Bernie on, uh, on the Mobile Channel at the cinema. I think it's the mic. I think it's I'll the try input. It. All right. I think it's the input. Drew, speak. Hello, I'm here. I'm at the podcast. Check, check. Hello. <laughs> Check, check, hello. Uh, say some shit. I'll say some shit. Okay, I'm saying some shit. Did you see the, um... It, it'll it be fine. My voice is fine from here. I can see that it's Weirdly, fine. Weirdly, it's not at all coming back into the headphones anymore. But that's only because of this, um... That, that, uh, that... Yeah, that would do it. Level controller that really only affects how you hear it in the headphones. Okay. Let me try. Uh, 
Bob Morrissey. Drew Holloway. Right. It's Saturday Night Live. With Drew Holloway. Bob Morrissey. Nora Dunn. Jesse James. Frank Caliendo. Jean Mulaney. Jean-Michel Basquiat. Adolf Hitler. Abraham Lincoln. The man from Del Monte. The man with the golden arm. The man with the golden gun. And musical guest, Mrs. Kisses. Live from New York. Saturday Okay. Sound check. Uh sound sound check. <laughs> okay. Jesse's smoking. Jesse's smoking. Jesse smokes cigarettes and I told him to go outside. Uh, BDSM ASMR BDSM ASMR BDSM ASMR BDSM BDSM I have neighbors. I have neighbors. Just be respectful. Be respectful. I hope you have the time. Okay. You can sit over there. I don't want to sit next to you. Okay. You sit. We're going to have to share one mic. It's been one mic. I got this. I can handle this. Oh, yeah. Sit in the same seat. Okay. I want to see you sit on the same seat. I want to see you. Because I do a lot of sitting, buddy. Hmm. Oh, you can't sit on the couch. You'll never be heard. You gotta, you gotta both put your face up to the microphone. I thought we were gonna be on the same side. Okay, Drew, you get over on this side, eh? I thought that's what we were doing. That is what we were doing. No, we just didn't do it. We just didn't do it. Okay. Bring that chair, Bob. Right. Get over here, bud. We're just gonna keep. We're gonna get intermittent. So come over here with that chair. Intermittent. We're gonna Bob, get. Bob, get over here very with that chair because when I look you in the eye, I want it to look like we're about to kiss. But we're both not sure. Like, should we do this or not? And then Je- we, but wait, 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 wait. I'm not, I'm not done. But then you're like, oh, I don't know because, and I'm like, well, yeah, but I really need the attention. And you're like, I don't know. I feel like you're just doing it for the attention. Okay, so what was that story where you were at the drive-thru with Drew? Yeah, it was ridiculous, dude. So we go to the drive-thru and he ordered a cheeseburger. And I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be on a diet. And he's like, yeah, I know it's no carbs, but like we had a really good night. And I'm like, well, that's sensible. So he goes up to the window and he pays for it using his debit card. And the lady's like, "Uh, hey, this debit card went through. And she handed us the receipt and the bag of food. And then we left. Okay. And and you've been doing that joke for about three years now? Yeah, about three years or so. Okay, so. It's been working pretty well. (laughs) It's a a story. It's not really a joke. It's a thing that happened. I know. I do a lot of stories myself in my act. Yeah, I yeah. do a lot of I do I tell a lot of stories. Oh, you're doing an act, Drew. Because we're being authentic. Drew, Drew, speak to the mic, please. We're being authentic when we go up, and it's 
It's actually a little bit offensive of you to be doing an act and like not being authentic. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry that you don't like. I'm sorry that you don't like that. I don't, okay. You know. Um, what's your favorite one-liner? So, uh, uh, Bob Morrissey is walks into a peanut bar, and he is assaulted. Mm. So I guess uh, for mine or from somebody else? Is that mine or someone else's? Two comics are walking across. Are we doing my one liner or somebody else's one liner? Oh man, I used to have a. um... Okay. Oh boy, oh boy! I just found out my wife is pregnant, and I haven't seen her this happy since she left me three years ago. Uh, What do you call? What do you call it? What do you call a guy with two black eyes? Hey, you should probably leave Greg Deal. Yeah, bad That's things the, happen to the same people all the time. What do you call a guy with a uh, black eye? Lightning really do be striking a lot. <laughs> Drew, yeah. what do you call a guy with a, uh, with a black eye? Uh, I, uh, Will I am. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know he was in the midst of an abusive relationship. No, Kisses. That sucks for him. Stop it, Kisses. He wants to be on the podcast. Stop it. I don't like you. <laughs> do you guys know Freebird? Uh, welcome back to sports. <laughs> Oh, sports. Are we doing sports? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love sports. I, I love to do sports ball. Uh, what's your favorite sports? Um, Honestly, a good one. I love I, good I sports. I love good sports. Uh, big fan of the uh, good sports. Uh, bad sports. My favorite uh, sport to watch right. is football. My favorite one to play. My favorite one to participate in is wrestling. Yeah. I like wrestling. I don't, I don't want to date a boyfriend who's never there for anything important and doesn't want to have sex with me. That's that's mainly what I look for. Is you, you somebody for who's a... going to be there for when when in the important moments and then who's also going to want to have sex with me. My uh, brother drives an escort crazy every time he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the microphone fell because of Mrs. Kiss. Yes, yes. Oh my god! Uh, so earlier today I was looking. I. I was working with Scotty Peterson, and when I left, I was vibing hard, and I wrote a bunch of good jokes, right? Okay, tell me one. Uh, no, I wrote a bunch of good jokes. So this morning, I was like, oh, I got to find that list of good jokes. And I looked for like three hours. I'm like, oh, I can't find it. And then I realized the really shitty jokes I was reading were the good jokes. <laughs> like, there were no good jokes. Uh, tell us the jokes. All 65 of my Astros jokes. <laughs> I was just thinking about how a cat looks in a mirror. She's like, oh, this is what I want to look like. And she didn't even have to try. I like this. I like this setup. Hold on. I feel better. Cats, Hold on. Let me get a white claw. Good. I really like That's this That's what uh, pure beauty is. is pure, uh, pure beauty is uh, when you never have to say sorry and you don't care. Actually, we're, I like this setup. Pure, pure beauty is, to me, pure beauty is. Uh, Guy eating my ass one hour after eating at the burger joint. And then I get that burger joint butthole. That's what I like. That's pure beauty. I like a chili cheese. This is actually chili, a much yeah, we're a, yeah, we're, I eat ass. You got a little bit of a chili, chili cheese butthole. Chili cheese butthole. That's a pure beautiful. <laughs> that's 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 that. like that maze Vander Rope. That's architecturally sound. Yeah. So we're here on the Sharing is Caring podcast. I am oh, your host, Jesse Gettings. <laughs> we're on the stu- Your Stupid Idiot podcast. I'm, uh, I'm your host, Bob Morrissey. <laughs> I'm Bob Morrissey. No, uh, we're here at the Healing Club. Uh, I'm guest hosting tonight, Jesse James Gettings. I'm guest hosting. Your guests tonight are going to be Bob Morrissey, my very good friend. Hello. And Drew Hallway, my other very good friend. So you guys went to a drive-thru one time. Uh, so yeah. listen, <laughs> listen, I know you two like to goof, but this is serious. You know, I've kind of okay. put a lot of work into this podcast, so I really need you guys to focus. Uh, Bob, what 
got you in. Uh, no, that's so, a very so good I was question, on this Jesse. plane this one uh, time. <laughs> I, I was at the Burger King. Did, were you an athlete? I know you're military. Were you an athlete? I was a uh, no. I was, uh, I was like Christmas. No, I was I was on uh, I was in the baseball. I, I had to I I I, I, I tried out for um, uh, theater, and I had um, I, I I failed the auditions and. And then I, um, I was on the stage crew because, because uh, that's where you go when you're. Are you serious? Enough. Yeah, that's in ninth grade. I, and then I was in the environmental club. I was in the environmentalist club, and then we would watch movies. In ninth grade, I applied yeah. to be in the theater club, uh-huh. but I was like a big athlete at the time, and I didn't get into the drama club because. And this is what the teacher told me: like you already have other things going for you. <laughs> but, like that's what I wanted. I didn't. I didn't want to play football. I wanted to do drama, and I didn't yeah. get it. So, like my whole high school career, I was this athlete trapped in like a fucking nerdy loser's body. She just had a way to <laughs> that, tell you no. That identity crisis stuck with me. Like I don't, I don't want to be out here playing football and getting blowjobs. Like I want to be crying to myself in my room. And oh, hey, Bob gets blowjobs while he cries. And, um, he's par- every, he's everything you wish you were in high school. <sighs> you're you're dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a person, not a past. I'm, I'm a person, not a, not a, not, I'm not an object, okay? I don't, I don't need you to squeak your chair at me. Hey, 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 well, I don't need you to, uh... That's not how we act on this show, hold on. I'm not a bobject. Okay, I'm, that's not a, I'm All not right. a, I'm a man. So, I'm a, uh, I'm a full tell me man. about your first job. The first, what was the first thing you got paid to do? I, um, worked for the priest who had sex with my mom. Oh my God, I shouldn't say it that way. No, no, I no, worked, no, I worked at Divine Savior Parish and I was a... I was a helper to the pastor who was our family therapist who was also a priest. Who also gave me made money love. To, he also made love to my mom. Yeah. Illegally. Uh, well, only violating God's law. But, like, uh, it was <laughs> natural law. But he wasn't celibate. I but, was I, I was in a foster home with a Baptist family yeah, who uh, the the – figurehead was a minister at a Baptist church and he had to leave the church because he got caught going on a date with one of the members of the congregation and he kissed the woman. Mm. This was like a huge fucking deal. So he like got fired from the church and had to like send me packing because, you know, so we both had the same job when we were 15. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't fuck my mom. Okay. He's never met my mom. Just like me. What if if Robert De Niro was like, you did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my mom? I'd be like, no, she's dead. Okay. You can't fuck This is an impression of Robert De Niro. Oh, did uh, you fuck my mom? I actually have, a, I have some more mom. questions for you, Bob. Uh, okay. stop, yeah. You guys stop screwing around because I take uh, this show seriously. Okay. What I'm doing here, look, guys. You talking to me? A lot of people a lot of people joke on podcasts, okay? They think this is a big fucking joke. But I take what I'm doing here on the, prob- the problem. What's, the, what's it called? The problem podcast. Uh, <laughs> fucking... Uh, I take the healing club seriously, guys. I'm not here to just bull around, okay? If you're to... booing, you're ghouling. That we're... means if you live too hard, you die. We're trying to make progress here, all right? <laughs> Welcome back to the healing club. Uh... What else did I have to ask Bob about? Uh... Hey, imagine walking into a room and all the wieners are 50 times harder than you. <laughs> <laughs> I... God, I miss Mike Luna so much. <laughs> 
He used to have this joke where he would say, "Imagine he was he was talking about being arrested." No, he and, went to uh, he went to rehab because he, his mom caught him smoking a joint. Well, he went to county he, jail. He was, yeah. he was in the county jail, and, and he got real scared because he's like, "Imagine walking." Into How'd a you room. two meet each other? Imagine walking into a room and all the wieners are fifty times harder than you. Oh yeah. fuck that! How'd you two meet each other? The all, vibes. All the guys no, are look, 50 listen, times listen, listen, listen. Shut, shut. Look, I'm Comedy. gonna say I'm gonna say something. Yeah, met, I'm a uh, professional. I'm a professional, and I always act like a professional. So both of you, shut the fuck up. 2016. Yeah, that's when I. You guys have great. Great vibes together. How did you meet? Uh, Hans Beer House, 2016. Yeah. I started comedy in February of that year. And that's where you met him at Hans Beer House? Yeah. What was that interaction like? I uh, just watched him. Yeah. I do what? Stand up. I went up and did comedy. And do, for the stand first up time and do what? Um, and uh, he saw me and was like, oh, hello. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then uh, a year later, you were on your first show at the Secret Group. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the Drafts and Laughs show. It was the Drafts and Laughs, but I, when it was still in the uh, front room. Yeah. What were your initial thoughts about Drew when you met him? That guy's really funny, and he's also uh, kind of like doing my shtick, and I need to destroy him. What what a, what was he doing specifically? What was he doing from your shtick? He was like, oh, look at me. I'm uh, weird. Oh, look at me. This is a, um like a embarrassing self-revelation that uh, nobody wants me to say. I'm saying it, and uh, everybody's laughing at my shamelessness. Oh, fuck. I was like, I was like, oh my god, he's he's doing everything that I do, and he says he's gay, and he's and he's twenty, and I'm I'm like old, and and I'll never get on TV, and this guy's gonna just surpass me in a month, and everybody's laughing more at him than they ever laughed at me doing anything. Fuck you. So like, you had all that, you had all that animosity in you. What was your way of dealing with that? Just kill, and every time I went up on stage, I would just kill. Are you serious? Yes. That made you a better comic? Yeah. What about you? What were your first thoughts when you met Bob? Uh, I saw Bob, and I thought he was uh, funny. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, I'm not done. (laughs) I'm going to edit out your laughter. (laughs) I I, I saw Bob, I liked his set, I liked what he was doing, and then uh, I like the the weird introspect, like, not introspective and kind of uh i don't want to say anti-comedy but just the what if i tell a horrible it was story? the opposite of comedy what if i tell a horrible story and that's funny i this my one of my favorite bits is the when, when you bond the museum and now oh. you, you come home from war and you're broken like, oh i should have kept that ancient scroll so- <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the army and we looted uh the oldest living library in the world, the army. Um, I mean, like that happened. The army, the army was the invaded o- in 2003. Uh, the uh, the Iraqi invasion resulted in the looting of the world's oldest museum and the world's oldest library. And uh, wait, wait, and so I thought that real quick, real quick. I just want to I want to specify. So the America, America protected. now has the number one oldest. Yeah. Museum no, no, the they world. don't have so it. So we also now are the see, best at see, that. See, nobody thing. has it because it was destroyed because of our negligence. It was like even the Mongols protected these fucking sites, but Robert we didn't Mongols? give a shit. Yes. Yeah. And we, we didn't even brothers. give a shit. Yeah, from the Whiskey Brothers, Robert Mongols. More like the Risky Brothers if they're yeah, over there. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and the, uh, so, so. I had this story I would tell on stage about the invasion in 2003 when, you know, we happened to be there when all those uh, important historical and anthropological sites were ravished and destroyed. And uh, and I had uh, I had stuffed some, um, you know, I don't know, I, I, I suggest it. But see, I I talk about how like we looted those museums and I'm still poor. <laughs> 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 it 
What did you did you pocket something? Like why would you not be poor? Also, you looted the museum and you didn't get anything. I know yeah, that's yeah, so stupid. Sh- I just peed on everything. Should have kept that ancient Jesus. scroll. So what I'm what I'm getting? Should have kept those ancient scrolls. What, what I'm getting from this? <laughs> I wouldn't have to sleep in my car. <laughs> oh. what, so what, so what was I thinking? Drew, you felt inspired somewhat by Bob when you met him. I I I, I liked Bob and I liked what he was doing and it was uh. It's the kind of comedy that I like to that I like to watch because like I don't, I well no I hear yeah, Bob I, sometimes I, in my head when I see like a certain thing I hear Bob in my head like when there's something that I feel I have to comment on and like a another word for it, uh but I hear I do I hear Bob's voice in my head when there's certain things that I come across like yeah I don't really feel like it. Hey, about to talk about Danny Mo. Yeah, Danny, Danny Moe. I remember one time when Danny Moe uh, tried to uh, go up on stage and, and then burn Koo, destroy Koo, and then nobody was on Danny Moe's side. And then Koo went up and made fun of Danny Moe, and everybody laughed. <laughs> and he got so mad, and he stalked out. And, and was, Koo, was Koo better at what he was doing, or was yes, he just more yes, preferable? But, but, uh, but Danny Moe had This was back when Koo was good. Koo! <laughs> 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 uh, Cool. Danny Moe was the guy with the glass eye, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but super fucking negative and yeah. really funny how he was like trying. He was on a date as well, and he was like, "Oh, oh my god, I'm gonna." Well, listen, listen, hold on. Nobody... Fuck this guy who everybody's laughing at. I'm gonna go and uh, attack him while I'm on stage, and my date gets turned off, and we never see her again. I remember I was at a Coo's 40th birthday party now, with hold on, Jesse. Hold on, real we quick, went to real that. Quick. Hold on, and, real quick. Uh, Mike Rayo, uh, so Je- uh, Jeff Joe, good comic, uh, was doing, uh, he was also on the show, and uh, he was booked, and Mike Rayo was hosting, and he said, hey, everyone gave it up for Tracy McGrady, and no one laughed, <laughs> and then he, and then Jeff Joe went up and did a really good set, and then he got off, and Mike Rayo was like, ah, one more time for Tracy McGrady, and someone booed. <laughs> Hold on, one, one quick second, one, one second, guys. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to rock? Okay, rock on. All right, we're back to the Healing Club. I'm your guest host tonight, Jesse James Gettings. I've got two guests. I've got Bob Morrissey. Bob? You're being very loud. I've got Drew Hallway. You're also being very loud. (laughs) And we're going to get through this together as a group. Because obviously none of us can make it on our own. All right, Bob. Yeah. What is the... The, what is the biggest thing you don't want to talk about right now? Um, sometimes I pull the cheeks back on my cat's face, you know, when she's looking in the mirror, and I go, you're only a two. So, you're only a two, Mrs. Kisses. You're so ugly. You're a two. You can't even, you you wouldn't even get any modeling jobs. You're a little, <laughs> you're a terrible looking cat. Look at your face. It looks terrible. So if you weren't to answer that defensively, if you weren't, if you weren't to answer that defensively, what is the one thing you don't want to talk about right now in this moment? Um, I don't want to talk about tomorrow. Why? Because tomorrow I'm going to have to wake up again. And why does that scare you? Because I don't know what I'm going to do for a career. So so what is that? You have a place to live. Like You're doing good in life. People like you. Why does that scare you? Because I don't have any sense of security or... Um, 
I don't know, safety. What what do you, what do you mean security or safety? Like how are you in danger? Like are the Iraqis coming back for you? The financial romantic I wake up screaming from the bad dreams and the and the terrible nightmares of the past. From PTSD or from using that goddamn voice? <laughs> what about you, Drew? What's the one thing you don't want to talk about right now? Uh, so sometimes when Bob looks his cat in the mirror and he pulls back the cheeks and says, You're only a two. <laughs> You're, you'll never be shit oh. in this town, Mrs. Kisses. You're not worth a fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're so ugly. You'll get no modeling jobs. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, and then apart from that, it's just mostly just waking up every morning because I, I hate tomorrow because you got to just wake up with no sense of security or safety. Uh, romantically, financially, I'm in ruin. I wake up every day screaming from the nightmares and the bad dreams. <laughs> That's how we met. No, I just, I, we met. I, yeah. just I don't we know. I just, woke all, all I can think all, we heard all I from across the hall, and it was us. All I can think you right now is Donald belching. Trump. If you're a host, you can't belch. Don't tell me how to do my job. This is my podcast, first of all. Don't tell you're me you're a guest do... in my home, and you're going to talk to me about that. Don't tell him how to do your my job. Yeah. So, Drew, your biggest insecurity is commitment. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Bob, your biggest insecurity is that you're not doing what you're supposed to. You, you feel like you're supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, that being said, drop your best one-liner. Okay. So as the pain gets worse and worse. Remember, it can only get worse until you're dead. <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh my, my biggest God. insecurity is a commitment, you fuck. <laughs> what is it? Ah, uh, just the feeling that I've wasted my life uh, pursuing a career in the arts when there's, you know, just money to be made elsewhere and probably... I don't know. I feel like I uh, I had a lot of opportunities and I squandered them all so that I could do comedy. And uh, well, you're not squandered because you're a fantastic comic. But yeah, why do you? What I'm wondering is why. What I'm wondering like, is why at twenty two three. Why Why do you feel like you've squandered your life at twenty three? Oh, uh, I uh, didn't make any plans to get here because uh, I sort of figured I'd make it to sixteen and then off myself. And then since then, I haven't made any plans for the future besides, like, oh, I got to do this mic in a couple weeks. And then you got to comedy. I live my life a quarter mile of the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, is that true? Are you being honest right now? Uh, no, I don't really live my life a quarter mile at a time. So I just wonder, thing, I, yeah, guess, I, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess I relate to that sense of insecurity that you've wasted your life at such a young age yeah, I, and I, I'm sure you went through the same feeling. Oh, of course I did. Yeah. I knew I would wasted my life is, uh, when I was 10 years old, I, I was, is uh, that why you went to the military? You felt like I need to do something more. No, I wanted to just pay back my friend. I owed him a thousand dollars and I had to get a sign on bonus in order to get him his money back. That is uh, my favorite. One of my favorite jokes you do is uh, I joined the military in August of 2001 so I could pay my friend back with my signing bonus. And then 9 11 happened. I was like, oh no. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> so, how did Fuck. that affect did you? Did 9 11 do that to you? 9 11 made me gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not funny. That'd or, be a good country That's song. not funny or that, That'd be a good country song. Did it affect you? How'd that affect you? 9-11, I don't understand. 9-11? Um, I think, um, 
I just, I was stuck in a situation I couldn't get out of. And then I uh, just thought, well, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, just this. That's, this is the worst that could happen. And then uh, then I saw, um, then, I was, then I was deployed and I, and I went to the country. And I thought the scariest part of the deployment was the plane ride there. Because there was the dot on the GPS showing where our plane was over the ocean. And then uh, and as we got closer and closer, at the time I was very uh, uh, scared because they were uh, uh, playing up the threat of Saddam Hussein. And they said he had all these chemical and biological weapons. And, and then the, um, in my imagination, I was thinking of chemical and biological weapons like giant cockroaches. As soon as we walk off the plane, there's going to be like these giant bugs that tear our whole faces off. And then we're going to have to just fight them like starship troopers or something. And then, you know, one by one, all of us are going to die, like just get eaten by aliens that are in our because I'd never been to another country before. And uh, so I thought that was all uh, just realistic. And and then but as soon as I was in the situation, actually there in a country where it's 120 degrees every day in this uniform that I had to uh, walk around in that was like, a you know, a three piece suit with a flak jacket, you know, and a helmet. And I'm just like completely sweating and miserable and um, tripping from grief and misery and fear. I was I was like, well, it just doesn't get any worse than this. And, and so I uh, and when that was over, I was like. I, I don't know. It kind of made me not so scared of most things. I think other people are more scared of uh, the worst possibility, and and, and, and uh, not that I really saw the worst. That well, no, you could I feel see I... in the war. I I actually didn't see anything all that terrible, uh, com- considering how bad it gets. I I didn't you know um, I didn't actually. I think I I don't think I ever would have recovered from shooting somebody at close range. I don't think I like killing somebody. I don't think I could ever handle that, and it made me realize I was a I was a complete pacifist. Well, what do you what do you feel like was your worst actual experience after the flight? Oh, well, um, I guess uh, I felt really bad um, when I left and other people were staying, and and I, and I I felt really bad just just taking the opportunity to leave as soon as I could, and then getting out and knowing that other people still had to be there. And, and I, I think that was the uh, just and then hearing later about people who got killed after I left. Or, and it, it was years later thinking of like there was a guy that I really liked. I didn't have a lot of friends in the army, but there was one guy that I was I was pretty good friends with who he made me laugh and I'd make him laugh. I, I, I was I like funny people and he was a funny guy. And but he he committed suicide in 2006 and and i remember just like really crying a lot over finding out about that and uh, and it was just it was just really bad to uh to he was just such a fragile vulnerable person who had no business being in the army just like me i think i don't think i had any business being in the army it was a very stupid decision for me but uh you know just knowing that it took somebody's life who was you know had potential yeah, potential to just do yeah. any ordinary thing that like we're doing right now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, if you don't have the right setup, you know. But I, I, that's sobering because you think of Iraq, right? You think yeah. of Iraq and you think of the way it affects you, and you think bombs, children being murdered, fucking statues crumbling. That's what you think of when you think of like you know stress from the war. And you're sitting here telling me that it's it's similar to most things we stress about in life. It was the anticipation was one of the worst parts. Right. Uh-huh. But then also watching your friends get left behind as you get to do something better is something else that bothered you a lot, which is relatable, I think. 
But then also, a good friend of yours, you know, failing to be who you thought he could be. I feel like those are all things that we all see and relate to here. You don't have to go to Iraq to experience that. So it sounds like, although you did something unique that most of us don't experience, the things that really got to you were the same that I go through in my life here or the same things maybe that you went through here because Drew, what what is I, I one of your big... we can all take care of is that you're not special. Just because you went to the army, you, you got the same shit that we all do. Alright? So, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Exactly. Well, no yeah. better than me. And that's a great narcissistic way to look at it. But oh, it also, is. maybe that what you're going through is more understandable than we act like it is. We act like, oh, we don't want to hear this. I can't listen to your shit because it's too far. I can't comprehend what happened in Iraq. But as you and I are talking, what happened in Iraq is a very understandable thing. But what about you? What 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 is your big thing you did that really scared you? If you could do it all over again, would you join the Navy instead? <laughs> I almost joined the Navy, but then I uh, pushed out when I was ni- 1998. Uh, yeah. What know. is it, Drew? What was the thing about the Navy that made you scared? Uh, just the military. I, I signed up for the military when, uh, in 1998. And then I, then I told the recruiter that I had been hospitalized in high school for attempted suicide and that I, I couldn't go to basic training. I had a psychiatric history and I wouldn't make it. And he was like, well, don't you ever dare join the military again. And then I just joined the army a couple of years later when I was just as desperate. Oh my God. Mine was, mine was my mom they walking wait, in while I was like jerking off. Down? What? They didn't, like, write that down? I guess the branches don't speak to each other uh, when it comes to, uh, like, insignificant people like me joining at the lowest level. I guess, well, I guess they I didn't care that you had tried to kill yourself because, like, it was 9-11 that we needed. <laughs> yeah, you're already going to die. We just needed body. Wait, but what a fucking stupid thing. Like, the military is like, oh, you want to die? This isn't for you. <laughs> you you don't want to live? Like, yeah. fuck off. Look, don't join hey, the military. If you want to die, stay the fuck off my boats. <laughs> if you, then we gotta, if like, anybody's going to die in this. Like, pick you up and strip all the equipment off you. Well, if, if you're going to die, you're going to die in the desert. If anybody's going to kill my Americans, it's going to be us. Yeah. Yeah. But seriously, what about you? What was what was your what was your big adventure so far in your life? What was Do the they, big adventure? Does the military consider uh on duty suicides as friendly fire incidents? Mm. Not even a I just funny fire. Oh, uh, funny fire. Yeah, that's what they call funny fire. Yeah. Yeah. I always considered fireworks to be kind of funny fire. He put the headphones down. He was like disgusted with the he direction. No, no, I just don't think I have any role in this. I, just don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you guys need me here to do this. This is what it's like to be Zach Dixon. <laughs> this is what it means to be lonely. This is what it means to be small. This is how it feels when your work means nothing at all. Ever hear that song? I live by that. Okay, that's Zach Dixon. Why'd you bring that up? He's a great guy. Oh, we went to uh, we recorded uh, his we did his show together, and uh, the whole time we were just bullshitting, and we wouldn't let him get a word. They kept in. trying to bring it in. He kept trying to focus the podcast, but it wasn't like, like this. It wasn't like it was way messier. It was. It was. It seemed. I'm actually what what I just learned about you, regardless of this shit. Like I'm really <laughs> interested in that, and I really have. Like, I already kind of, you know, I met you, but I don't really know anything about you. And I feel like that's the first thing I really learned about you. And it's incredibly interesting. And it makes me respect you a lot more. Yeah, it's so many years ago. I think I kind of just did it just to be like uh, like a dare. I was I was, I was, was considering either um, working in a fish cannery in Alaska and, and doing that for a year. Hold on one quick 2000. second. Hold on, Hold on one yeah. quick second.
know Buffalo Which group Joe are you Driscoll. talking about? Our, this guy I know through. Post it. Just post it. That, oh. oh, my God. That's Albert DeLeon. Bob, sit down and let's double do this. Shut up. Albert DeLeon, he's the best comic in and Houston. And how does that make you People feel? People ask, who's the best comic in Houston? I say, Albert DeLeon. I say not Bob Morrissey. <laughs> That's all I say. Bob Angel Trevino, who do you say? Drew Holloway. Always. Drew Holloway's the funniest person I've ever met in my life. So I'm going to put more. <laughs> you should meet better people. I have, and you are. You're Okay. Drew Holloway is the funniest person I've ever met in his age range. You could definitely lose it and not be funny. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you definitely... Dude, one of my favorite things about watching you is you're going to crash and burn at any minute. Yeah. But you're also maybe not going to... You're also maybe going to do, like, oh, it, it, really cool things. I think but like it's coming this year or the next. <laughs> well, you started tying your shoes, which is... When did you... Oh, no. <laughs> did you start tying... <laughs> I thought I saw him tie the other day. No point. <laughs> so Angel, what's the fucking vibe, man? What's going on, man? We've never met before. What's your what's what what makes Angel's heart fucking beat? Drew here. I've been trying to cast Drew in a movie with Bob. Oh shit. My wife wouldn't like it if I was here for that. <laughs> but uh my uh we have to use my car and like I need a new battery. I've been today. I dealt with uh, trying to trying to get this battery replaced because there's a three year warranty on it. Can't you just unhook the cables and put the battery in? Well, here's the thing. So I bought this car two weeks ago, used, and the person who sold it to me, he only owned it for two months before selling it to me. So at O'Reilly, their policy is you have to the way that they look up uh, products to see uh, if the warranty is legit. They need the, the everything's um, by phone number. You give them your phone number and like that's, they have a, your account, right? So I had to find out the original owner of this car. I had to find out his phone number. And the guy I bought the car from didn't want to give it to me because he doesn't think, I think he has a bad relationship with the, with the person he bought the car from. Why? I don't know. He says the guy won't answer his phone calls. <laughs> but I was like, just give me the number. I'm not going to try and call the guy. I just need to give that phone number to the O'Reilly people so they can look up this fucking battery. And so I had to go online. And so this is how I uh, found out that he only had the car for two months. There was a note in the glove box of their uh, handwritten uh, contract of selling the car. Well, that's that's what you're supposed to do when you sell a car. You write out a fucking bill of sale mm-hmm. and you give it to the person. Yeah. And they both sure. signed it. And so I looked up this guy's number. I mean, his guy's name in Houston. And I found his information. And I saw that. And I was on this website. I had to pay like five bucks to get the no another one. And uh, but it gave me all of his numbers. It gave me all the cars that he owned. And the 99 Camry came up. And I was like, this is the guy. This is his cell phone. And I got his primary cell phone number. And I gave it to O'Reilly. And they were able to find it, and 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 find that up. But this is the thing, he didn't purchase that battery. He traded in another battery for it. So this is like the second warranty battery of this fucking. You know what I mean? Like this is the second time tra- he he already tr- traded in two batteries. 
<laughs> on the warranty. And this is going to be the third time trading it in. I was like, yeah, well, these batteries what, suck. That's what, what the fuck a warranty means. Like, exactly. You turn like, it in when it goes bad. In. You don't, it's a you don't get warranty. mad at a person for turning it in three times. You get mad at somebody for making a shitty, shitty battery. That's that what I said. I said, what's times. up with these batteries? And they didn't want to give it. They don't. They said, uh, well, I was at this o O'Reilly here in town. Wait, this is and the they, third battery in this, three years? Yeah, but in not like a Carlos Carlos battery. Maybe in four years. Because right now the battery is two years old. What? Was that nothing, a joke? Nothing, I caught it though. Yeah. Dang. Thank you. That, that was me, not that's him. Just, that's an absurd. Uh, that's an absurd shitty battery because I've had my car for four years and I've gotten the battery replaced once and it was last year. That's I'm thinking. Absurd. I'm thinking. Hey, I don't know. Sucks. All right. Yeah, so, it's an so, O'Reilly branded battery. So what happens then? So, the store I'm at, they're like, it, it was. It's a Sunday. There's no managers there, and these kids, the these young people that are working today. They didn't want to get in trouble for. They thought they were gonna get in trouble for. Well, yeah, because you get fucking fired if you so much as look at somebody the wrong way now. And so, they didn't want to do it. And I have a cousin that that used to be a district manager at O'Reilly, so I called him and and he's like, "Yeah, they just don't want to do it. You got to wait until tomorrow when you can actually talk to a a district manager to okay it." Did you try asking it, for they, their higher up? Did you try well, saying like, let me talk yeah, to the I, other I, person well, above yeah. you? Very nicely, I said. I said, I after Who's I talked to my boss? cousin, uh, I went I went back into the store and I asked if uh, I can have the number for the district uh, uh, manager, and they're like, yeah, they gave it to me, but they're like, but he's on vacation. <laughs> so I got to wait until tomorrow to talk to somebody. No, uh, call him right now. Where's the number? Hour. You have the number? It has to be a regular regular business hour. Here's tomorrow. Uh. But it's not O'Reilly's business hours right now. Can I have one more poll the there? Yeah. Did they give you the number to... Uh, right now, number. right now, I'm taking numbers. a poll of old overhaul. Bonded. 100 proof. Uh, right now, I'm on bond, taking a shot of bottles in a bond. Did they give you the name of the district manager? Yeah. You still have access to that website? You can get his personal cell phone. I know, I should get his personal cell phone number. I do have... I have... I have uh, uh, up to 20, uh, 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 I can look up 20 identities in a month. And then call him and say, hey, what the fuck is this? Wait, you can look up 20 identities a month? Can yeah. you look up mine? Uh, maybe. If I give you a phone number, can you tell me the name? Let's see. I'd love to know what, uh... What info the, the internet has on you? Well, I have a small idea. I'm a, I'm a pretty popular person in the realm of negative things on the internet, so... Mm, 4chan. <laughs> I'm a very 4chan it person. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, it's whitepages.com. Oh, wow. That's uh, very insensitive. Okay, what's your name? Uh, Jesse James Gettings. You'll get two, but I'm the other one. How do you spell your last name? G-E-T. It's like you're getting something with a little S. Houston? Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Ever. I knew you'd love that. That was for you. Uh, yeah, Buffalo, Houston, wherever I've been. Buffalo, we'll see. We'll see if you come up in Buffalo. You like Buffalo. There's only two Jesse James. How old are you? Uh, 34. You ever live in Pittsburgh? I have not, but I could. You ever live in Victoria? Victoria, Virginia? No, hold on. That's Jesse Cole. Let's see. Are there really this many results? Yeah. Wow, let me come up. There's that many Jesse Gettingses? Yeah. Or, yeah. I'm sorry. Now it's, now it's already going to like jo Joyce Gettings. That's my grandma. That's my nana. 
<laughs> no, that really is. There's only one Joyce Gettings, and that's my nana. Is she 92? No, she's dead. <laughs> Would she be 92? Was she 92? Uh, she was born in something like Pop was born in 30, so she was probably born in like 34. Which so, is, yeah, yes. she's about. that's about right. Wow. Oh, yeah, wow, you found my dead grandma on the, the internet. One? My grandma was born What was the other uh, town? You have to do it by town? Well, yeah. What, uh, what? Is it like the town you're from or what? what Let's kind see, of... where, where did you live the longest? Man, my dad was military, so I've never lived anywhere in my life more than a year and a half. Mm, okay. I'm from Daytona Beach. I'm also from Buffalo, Virginia Beach. I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How long have you lived in Houston? A year and a half, two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I try not to stay... Man, I don't like to stay anywhere more than like two years because you don't grow anymore. That's not true. I don't grow anymore. If I live somewhere more than two years, uh, I you struggle. Say? How old are you? 34. Okay. Prattsburg. Did you find Prattsburg? Holy fuck, did you do you remember when we called Prattsburg? Me, we called the mayor of my town on a podcast. They didn't pick up. They did not pick up Prattsburg, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's me. See. That's Jesse. Let's see. Is your phone number? Let's see. Hang on. Is this guy about to fucking David Blaine us? Because I can't. There's not enough room. Who's in Tina? This. My mother. Okay. Holy shit. All right. What's Wait, no. Pretend you don't have the phone and just fucking media in this, media <laughs> this shit. I'm seeing a Tina. <laughs> I'm seeing a Tina. Yeah, it's my mom. It's my stepmom. It's the woman who raised me. Mm-hmm. And who's Caitlin? Elizabeth Johnson. Oh, my God. That's my ex-wife's sister. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Holy shit, that's Kat. That's my ex-wife, who I haven't seen in like six years, sister. Okay, you want to hear some criminal if fucking you say reports my daughter? on her? Uh, Jennifer Johnson? Jennifer Johnson, yeah. Oh, yes. no, 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 I, got to, I would have to pay 20 bucks. What the fuck? I thought I I it. have that money if you're going to pull up some dirt on her family. <laughs> that's how bad it is. Did you really just pull up Caitlyn Johnson, though? Yeah. Holy fuck. What is this thing, and can I have access to it? It's the internet. <laughs> how do I get it? Is that a how do I Google the internet? <laughs> yeah, so like I got that guy's phone number. Caitlin Elizabeth Johnson. I did, I forgot. Her. I didn't Shit, know her name can... was Elizabeth. Hold on, Caitlin. We can call her right now. I got her primary fucking cell phone. Uh, please don't, because their dad's a divorce attorney, and I already lost oh, all shit, of all right, my money. All right, all right, we won't message them at fucking. We won't send her. If a, you already lost all your money, what are you gonna lose? Oh, uh, my daughter again. No, <laughs> like, no, I don't no, want to no. lose that. We I worked really hard. Fucking double divorced. <laughs> double not being able to see your kid. <laughs> At Wood Creeper Drive. Holy shit, you have Wood Creeper. That's her address. That's her town home. Should we be recording all this? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, we should. Because fuck them. No. Bob, you have nothing to work. Bob, in the settlement, I'm fine. I think it'll be funny to listen back to, and then I'm not going to save it. No, you can. You can. Uh, I'm just going to go on record here and say fuck Caitlin Johnson. Caitlin Elizabeth Johnson everything. to be Fuck exactly. Caitlin Elizabeth. So listen to what the Johnsons did. Me and my oh, ex-wife have a daughter together. Oh, okay. How old now? Uh, she's six. 
Oh, Riley Elizabeth. Sorry, dog. Riley Elizabeth Johnson. She was born Riley Elizabeth Gettings. My ex-wife's dad took me to the cleaners in divorce court. And I didn't fight. I'm uh, like, okay, cool. This is happening. But it wasn't enough for him to take all my money and everything. Mm-hmm. He had to change my daughter's last name. And I could not do shit about, about it? it. Nothing. The father. Nothing. Strange. And so now that's that's. Her I mean, name. They, didn't, they didn't need your written consent? They didn't need shit. That's crazy to me. It's ridiculous. But that's the advantage of having friends in high places in, yeah. in any state. So now, like, and that's fine. Because, honestly, dude, my the least of my concerns is that my daughter doesn't have my name. As long as she's happy and she's cared for and she's loved. Healthy. Like, fuck the name. Yeah. What's it really matter, dude? dude. What's in her name? My When my parents divorced, uh, my dad got a lot of help from his mother, who... Um, you know, was friends with all the judges in town because she works for the sheriff's department. Or did she's retired, dead now? We think she died of COVID in January. A COVID overdose. Yeah. So we'll, we'll dip in the in the vid. <laughs> huh. So how do we get this bitch? So, anyways, that's how I got that guy's phone number to fucking uh, to try and get this battery. It cost me five bucks. Alright, I'm trying and to I, catch back up to this battery I, I, bar. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, in order to, to give O'Reilly a phone number to look up, I had to find this guy online, find out that he's a registered concealed weapon carrier, and uh, oh, no, find out all the cars rest. he's owned, and found out about his two ex-wives, and all his... What are their names? I have to look it up again. <laughs> Assault and battery. <laughs> oh, and and, and, and okay, hey, hold on, hold on. And his and his email, his email, is he is he, Big Daddy Ass at Yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's his email. Big Daddy Ass at Yahoo.com. Oh <laughs> I know. We should. He's 63 years old, and gonna, that's his email. I'm gonna ask him about Bigfoot. <laughs> that's that's actually that's six years too short. <laughs> I'll hit him up in six years. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, what about you? Any kids? Two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Close. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're, uh, they're, they're <laughs> like I love the implication that if they weren't cool, like you wouldn't be close. But yeah, no. Uh, the one kid longboards, the other girl paints. But if they'd been a football player and a fucking an academic, like fuck them. I like academic. I'm married. I'm I'm ready to get married again to an academic. Wait, so what's uncool? What's what's, un- what's uncool? What's uncool? What uh you know fucking narcissism. All right, so you got the one kid who's a narcissist, and what's the other I cool wish, thing? I wish. I thought, man, I thought they were going to be like to, to catch their mom's narcissism, but they didn't. They're both pretty cool. For sure. I was afraid that my daughter was going to take after my, her mom. How old are the babies? He's ni- My son is 19, and my daughter is 15. Your babies, though. Man, yeah. you don't look old enough to have kids that old. You should see my butthole. <laughs> I have. Okay. <laughs> I have an OnlyFans, first of all, and I'm not your... I'm not. Not only am I not your only fan, I'm not a fan. Yeah. I tried. Have y'all? Have y'all? Uh, 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 how do you say? Prescribe to or how, what's the word? Subscribe to anybody's OnlyFans account. 
I do the free membership because I'm married. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a discount on there. Are you married and you get it? <laughs> you get it for free for all you married. Folks. Yeah, especially if it's your wife. That's funny. <laughs> um, I uh, I I I I subscribe to two accounts and I was like, this is. I don't like the. I don't know. It's just those two. Those two particular models and are uh, lo- they're local folks, and I was just like, oh, I just don't like this attitude. The attitude, you know. What what like what kind of we the all wannabe have attitude. Da- the wannabe da- dominatrix. You know what I mean? It's like no, I I literally they, don't, they but don't I'm really very interested. It. Well, like, like what's a wannabe? A, a dominatrix is somebody who steps on your nuts and your dick and what, they uh, teach you. Know, like, that's what they want to do. But so what's they, a they, wannabe you know, dominatrix? Well, they don't got it in them to well to 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 uh, to dominate me, anyways. Not over the video. Not over video. Have they done it successfully to somebody else? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. They they if they keep on complaining that they that they can't pay rent. It's like you're probably doing a bad job at your job. But isn't that their job to be like, hey, feel bad for me? Maybe that is a. Maybe they are doing good on rent, but they just keep. You're right. I'm just wondering. Maybe that I'm is not, a ploy. I'm, just, I'm, I'm curious, man. Mm. This is there's this whole would, big it, world well, I don't. It just know. made me go. Well, I can tell why because nobody wants to keep a. You know, I paid once for for one month, and then I was that was enough, and I was like, I had enough of this. What'd you get? What you paid one month, like for what? For their whatever content they put on their. What was that content? Not good enough. Whatever it was. But like, but like, uh, but like artistically, what was that content? Content. What did that look like? It's just them fucking with their boyfriends. It's just them fucking their boyfriends. Yeah, most of it, and like video. you know, Ugh. posing. Who wants to jerk off to you in a happy relationship? Right. Like, do you have any, like, pictures of them crying by themselves because they didn't get the job? Hmm. No. Maybe they should be putting stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, if you had to pick one thing you don't want to talk about. Hmm. I don't know. I'll talk about anything. Anything? Mm-hmm. All right. What was your greatest childhood fear? Uh, what my uh, you know the lines on the bottom of your feet. Yeah. Uh, I was a pyro growing up, and my grandmother told me that kids that played with fire, that witches were gonna come scratch the bottom of your feet, and so I thought all the lines were on my feet were from witches scratching my feet in the middle of the night, and so I was afraid of witches. And uh, how did that affect you? Like, what? How does being scared of a witch affect you growing up? I didn't eat guacamole for a long time. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Witches don't make guacamole. I, but that, like, well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hispanic. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, <laughs> what do you? What, 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 sure. If you see, like, I mean, like a white, I mean, a white, a, a red, a, a red. A green, a green potion. Doesn't that like look like like a witch's potion? Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop. The, the, the mocha like there. The bowls look like cauldrons. Exactly. They look like cauldrons. Exactly. I've never seen a potion. So my my great, I've never seen a potion. I've never seen a potion. What? I'm talking about watching my great great grandmother make guacamole in in in, in a mocha If you say guacamole with a soft G one more time, I'll say guacamole. It's guac, guacamole. It's not wok. I don't, know. I don't know. Look, language language belongs. Do to the they user. cook it in a wok? No, they cook it in a wok. <laughs> <laughs> in a mok. Also, a great a point. Is there. it mokamole? It's mokah. Oh, but yeah. So, so, so I thought my great great grandmother was a witch when I was a kid. 
And no, thought, no, no, stop. You don't just breeze by that. Like, okay, cool. Well, he was, he Which was about is, to continue speaking. <laughs> no, no, he was about to breeze by that. Like, you don't just say, my grandma was a great, my grandma, my great, great grandma great. was great, a, great. how many grades? Great, great. Your very great grandma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super great. Well, you're, she's pretty great. Uh, Her guacamole was pretty good. Uh, she was about a grade out of 10. How, how, how long was it before you ate guacamole? I probably didn't eat guacamole until I was like, 14 or 13. Damn, old enough to drink. Yeah. Because of the yeah, witch's but, brew? You know, the, uh, yeah. So your grandma didn't do guacamole. She only made potions. Where's That's she, what I thought. I thought they were potions, but they were witches. Bro. What no. were they? No, no. What were she they? She was just a Catholic. How did you find out? <laughs> Catholics. <laughs> yeah, I'm witches, right? <laughs> Catholic women are witches. They pray, they pray to God for the, the misfortune right. of others. Nana, miss you. First of all, I, he doesn't speak on behalf of all of us. <laughs> but maybe. Wait. So what was the guacamole potion Nana made? It was guacamole, but That's I thought, it? but I thought, but like it was green and it, it looked like she was making it in the cauldron. Stop. You done? Yeah. <laughs> All stop right. Stop this fucking thing, please. Okay. <laughs>